Welcome to episode one of the Fantastic Forecast, the world's greatest podcast. This is a podcast devoted solely to the adventures of the Fantastic Four. I'm Dave Elliott, and I have been exposed to cosmic rays. In every episode, I'll be discussing a different issue of the Fantastic Four. In this first episode, I'll be discussing FF number one. Most likely, I'll be proceeding in order from one to two and three and four and so on until I get to issue 600 or so, or until I get tired and decide to give up. Most likely, this will occur after three episodes. So without further delay, let's proceed to issue one, the Fantastic Four. Oops, sorry, I hit the wrong button. I'm not going to make you listen to that shit again. Isn't there some other song we're supposed to be playing? Uh, Let me try this. Okay, that ain't it. Uh, I'm going to try something else here. Well, that ain't right. That's not what I wanted to hear. It is kind of catchy, though. Huh. Let me try something. Okay, okay, I... I better not, I better stop messing around here and I find that, uh, oh, here's a file. It says FF theme. Hi, welcome to episode 500 of the Fantastic Forecast, the world's bestest podcast. I'm Elroy Burkdale. Yeah, I'm back. You thought the last episode was an illusion, or some kind of April Fool's prank, but nope, I'm back, I ain't going nowhere. Hey, Elroy, what the hell, what the hell are you doing here? I'm hosting the damn show. That's my job, and I use the word job loosely. Management said that we could get more listeners if I stayed on as the permanent host. Well, okay, if management says uh, they prefer you over me, then I, who am I to argue? Oh, wait. I am the management. What are you talking about? <laughs> I was just messing with you. Uh, I am kind of curious to see how this storyline turns out. So maybe I can hang around and co-host the episode with you. Well, okay. That sounds alright. I've never had a co-host before. You can stay, but just make sure that you don't ever, ever talk over me. I hate when people talk okay, over okay. me. Okay, okay. Enough with the stupid conditions. It's just one condition. Only one. Don't talk over me because I'm just gonna do me my crazy. thing the way I do my thing, and I promise not to talk over you. Okay, so on today's show, it's Fantastic Four 500, the Big Five Double Zero. Yes, as of this issue, they officially go back to the original numbering, with the Volume Three numbering still appearing on the cover after the real issue number. So that would be uh, Volume Three number 71 if you're keeping track of such things. Unbreakable Part 4 by Mark Wade and Mike Weringo. The issue begins at the library in Castle Doom, where Reed Richards is being held captive by Doctor Doom, and the only way he can get out is to learn a magical enchantment to unlock the door. It's kinda like when my uncle, Elroy Sr., 
would hold my face down in the toilet and wouldn't let me up until I said the magic words. Which were? Glub, glub, glub. Oh my god. What have I got myself into? So back in the library, all these books are flying around, and Reed is like, what the hell? Just then, the astral form of Doctor Strange pops up out of the book. I love pop-up books. I bet you do. The astral form of Doctor Strange pops up out of the book saying, Richards, can you see me? Can you hear me? Richards, speak the words. Speak the words that will release me. He says to recite the incantation. So Reed says, Sogath in Drell out Ecker. And then Doctor Strange's astral body emerges from the book and joins Reed in the room. Strange tells Reed about how Doctor Doom ambushed him and his physical body is being held captive back at his home. Reed says, You weren't born a sorcerer. Someone taught you. Teach me! Back with Johnny, who has Reed's elongated man powers. I can't believe you know who the elongated man is. I love the word elongated. I hear it all the time from my lady friends. So Sue has Johnny's fireman powers, and they're both being tortured by Dr. Doom. Sue's on fire, and in a lot of pain, she still looks good, and Johnny is stretched up around a bunch of metal rods, and he don't seem too comfortable either. It reminds me of this foreskin restoration device I have. I do not want to hear about that. The thing is also being tortured by three creatures that are beating him so hard, the rocks are flying off his body. Just like last issue. Did you do the joke about the guys helping Ben get his rocks off? Yes, I did. Very good. You're getting the hang of this. Dr. Doom takes Valeria, and he says that it's Reed he really wants to get under his skin. He goes on to say that while Reed may learn enough about magic to make his end memorable, he won't learn enough to beat Dr. Doom. Back with Reed and Dr. Strange. Strange is teaching Reed about a teleportation spell. Reed tries it, and he teleports back to New York City, Greenwich Village, into the middle of the street, where he gets hit by a pickup truck. That's funny. Back in 2003, I ran over a weirdly dressed guy in Greenwich Village with my pickup truck. Of course, whenever I go to New York City, I always try to run over at least one person. But now that he's out of Castle Doom, Reed has his powers back, so the truck only knocks Reed into a fruit stand. Oh boy! Do not say anything about fruit stands in Greenwich Village. I wasn't going to. Good. Can I say something? No. So Reed tells Strange that the teleportation spell was flawed, but Strange is there in his astral form, like a hologram, which only Reed can see and hear. And so Dr. Reed finds himself leaping from life to life. Oh, shut up. People think that Reed is talking to himself. And you know, people who talk to themselves are really crazy. Isn't that right, Elroy? Oh, damn right. Hmm. So Reed and that Dr. Strange fella head back to the Sanctum Sanctorium. Which sounds like a rest home for elderly bulimic sheepdogs. And the place is a mess. Apparently, Mr. Wong is on vacation. Oh, that strange doctor moved to Greenwich Village looking for Mr. Wright, and instead, he ended up moving in with Mr. Wong. How do you like that? I think we've passed our quota for homoerotic jokes. Oh, there ain't no quota for that. We should do a Batman and Robin podcast. I don't think the internet is ready for that. So Doctor Strange sees something and he's like, oh no. He shows Reed this image of what's going on in hell. Franklin is being tormented by a trio of demons Doom bargained with to accelerate his command of witchcraft. Reed demands that Strange help him free his son, but Strange says that Reed doesn't have the skills yet to do that. They need to start small. 
He tells Reed to draw a pentagram. So he draws the pentagram on the table and casts a spell. And back at Castle Doom, the FF are in more pain than ever. Doctor Strange tells Reed to put aside his analytic nature and to not question the existence of magic and why it works, but just to accept that it does work. Try again, he says. So Mr. Reed tries that spell again, and the rest of the FF cry out in pain even more. Damn, this Reed guy really, really sucks at magic. Dr. Doom can sense that Reed is up to something, and back with Reed, he's totally confused. He don't know what the hell is going on and what he's doing. Strange tells him that he will keep failing until he removes his ego from the equation. I think one of my ex-wives told me that when we were having problems in the bedroom. My ego would not allow me to make sweet love to that fat chick. Back at Castle Doom, Doom checks on Reed's cell, the library, and Reed is gone. Reed immediately senses that Dr. Doom knows. Strange says that they're out of time, and he hands Reed some device. Reed asks what it is, and Strange says he has to figure out the magic words. But Dr. Doom is attacking Strange's real body, and his astral form disappears, leaving Reed alone, wondering what to do next. If I were him, I'd contact another expert on satanic magic, like Brother Voodoo, or David Copperfield, or Dick Cheney. Reed tries using words like Alakazam and Abracadabra. I once dated a girl named Deborah Cadabra. I would say the magic words, and her top would disappear. Then Reed says, I'm an idiot. And he concentrates silently, and the device starts to fire this pink energy. So after sending Doctor Strange to hell to hang out with Little Franklin, Doctor Doom takes Little Valeria and teleports out onto the street, where people are yelling at him to get out of the road. So he summons up some creatures to scare the crap out of everyone. He also makes his way over to Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange's Sanctum Sanctorium, and goes in looking for Reed. But he gets into another room where he finds Reed holding the device standing there along with Sue, Johnny, and Ben, who all look very, very pissed off. I once kidnapped my stepsister-in-law's baby, Elroy Jr., and her family had the same look on their faces. So Mr. Reed takes that device and he zaps the living crap out of Dr. Doom so hard he goes flying through the wall and out onto the street. Sue grabs Valeria with a force field and Reed takes her outside over to a daycare center, hands her to the lady inside and says, her name is Val. Take good care of her. No paperwork. No money is exchanged. Nothing. When I drop my kids off at random daycare centers, they don't take too kindly to that, which is why I usually drop them off in the parking lot before the sun even comes up. So Ben, Johnny, and Sue find Dr. Doom, and for some reason, they're inside They're inside uh, some kind of rocky desert-looking place there in the middle of Manhattan. Maybe they're in a big hole in the ground, and Dr. Doom fell into the pit. Sue attacks Doom with these pointy, invisible Dr. Octopus-style claws, which looks painful. Ben says that Doom might need more encouragement. So he punches Doom, and he goes flying into the wall of the pit. So Reed has that device, which he's operating with magic to zap Doom over and over and over again, shredding the green cloth on his costume. But then Doom fights back, shooting Reed and the rest of the team with green magic rays. Sue decides to play a trick on Dr. Doom by turning Johnny invisible. Doom wonders where Johnny is and he turns invisible right beside the doctor 
and he lets loose with a giant burst of heat and flame. But as always, Doctor Doom is unscathed. In the past, when Doctor Doom was weaker, the flames didn't work. What made Johnny think they would work now? So Mr. Reed is about to say something. Probably some kind of insult. So the evil doctor covers Reed's mouth with a big metal ring made out of green energy. Is Doctor Doom some kind of magic expert? Or has he become Green Lantern? He seems to have the same kind of powers as one of them goddamn Green Lanterns. And boy, those dudes are not cool. But then Reed lifts off that device and he zaps the crap out of Doctor Doom, putting Doom down on the ground on his knees. And then Reed says it's clobbering time. Yes, Reed says that. And he punches Doom so hard, he goes flying up into the air. He gathers up his team and tells them what they're going to do next. So they go to find Doctor Doom. And Reed starts to insult Doom by saying that he doesn't have the power to bring Franklin back from hell. Is that reverse psychology? Uh, good luck with that. That only works on stupid people. Oh, hey Elroy! Whatever you do, do not go to the kitchen and get me some beer. I hate beer. Huh, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna go get some beers. And I don't care if you don't like beer, you're gonna drink one and god darn it, you're gonna like it. I thought he would never leave. So Reed goes on to say that he pities Dr. Doom and calls him a mid-level magician with obligations to superior forces. Doom says, that's unthinkable. Gotta get the title in there somewhere. Doom says he's not indebted to anyone. Just then, an image of one of the demons appears and asks Doom, oh really? Demons are kind of touchy. They got big egos, those bastards. The three of them appear on the, in person and they drag Doom's ass through a portal back to hell. And the FF quickly jump in and head in after them, leaving Ben behind to hold on to Reed's long stretchy leg. They quickly find Franklin and Doctor Strange. I guess hell isn't such a big place. And Sue and Reed are happily reunited with their son. Hey, I'm back. I got beer. You better drink up. Do I have to? Yeah. Okay, very well. Okay. Oh, where were we? Oh. Are they in hell now? Yeah, yes they are. So the Fantastic Four are going to take Franklin and Doc Strange to safety. And they look back and they see Doctor Doom being savagely attacked by demons. And he wants help. He even says to Reed, All those years ago, you tried to save me. I should have listened to you. I'm sorry. But Reed calls bullshit on the Doctor and is not inclined to help. But Doctor Doom touches Reed on the face and he uses some magic on him. Back with Sue and Johnny, They've taken Franklin and Strange back to Strange's Sanctum Sanctorium. Ben is holding on to Reed's leg, and Sue orders him to pull Reed back in. So he pulls back Reed, who says he had one last encounter with Doctor Doom. They ask what happened. Reed looks in a mirror, and he smashes it in anger. He turns, and he shows his face. What happened when, when Doctor Doom touched him? Well, he done messed up Reed's face big time. Half of Reed's face is all melted and saggy, like he's the Batman villain Two-Face. I bet Sue is thinking, I hope I still have Submariner's number. So that is the end of the issue, and the end of the four-part unthinkable storyline. I think it was an enjoyable story. Dr. Newman's flirted with magic for such a long time, so I like the idea of him going full-on magic crazy. It's also good to see Franklin go to hell again. Oh, poor kid. If this is a real kid... He'd totally grow up to become an alcoholic or heroin user to numb the pain away of all the horrible things he's been through. Also, a word about the art. I was never a big fan of Weringo back in the day, but rereading these FF issues and 
and I've also been reading some of his Spider-Man stuff lately, and it's finally starting to grow on me. I am kind of surprised at how useless Doctor Strange is in this story. Usually, he's such a badass, but here he's pretty pathetic. The one thing that confused me most about this story is Doctor Doom's obsession with Valeria. Of course, everything about Valeria confuses me. Reed and Doom should be fighting over which person has to take the annoying kid, instead of fighting over who gets to keep her. But overall, I give this story a thumbs up. It reminds me of how much I missed the old days before constant renumbering. I always loved a good issue 100 or 200 or 400 or 500. There was always something exciting about a comic as it got closer and closer to a big 100 milestone issue. It gave the series a, a sense that it was building up to something big, like something really special was going to happen soon. But with the series nowadays being cancelled every 12 issues or so, it's basically nothing but a bunch of limited series, and it's hard to muster up very much enthusiasm for a series when most likely A, it won't be around a year from now, and B, whatever happens doesn't matter anyway because there's no continuity at Marvel anymore. So what I'm saying is that I hate modern Marvel comics, and now that I'm rereading these Wade Wieringo stories, they feel like the last gasp of classic Fantastic Four before things go to hell for good. So how'd you like these issues, Elroy? Well, I only read this one and last one. I kind of wish they'd use Sue more and had her wear less clothes. Or maybe a sex scene or two. She looks pretty hot for a chick with two kids. Most women go downhill pretty quickly after the first one. It's amazing that any dude would ever knock up one again. Getting a woman pregnant is like leaving a comic book out, unbagged, sitting out in the sunlight. It'll get aged and ruined. You see, I have six kids. But here's the thing. I have them with six different women. That's what makes life bearable. I can never be with one woman 100, 200, 300, 400, 500 times. I usually bone them up 12 times or so, and I tell her I need to reboot my life, and it's on to the next lady friend. What in the hell are you talking about? Ugh, we need to get out of here. You take it, Elroy. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice from a master coxman like me, you can email me or email us at podcastff at gmail.com. You can download other episodes of iTunes or find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over. So